Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 1,435. Today on Cars Yeah, we are celebrating the UAE Concours d'Elegance. It takes place December 12th, 13th, and 14th in Dubai at the Bulgari Hotel and Resort. To learn more, go to uaeconcours.com. In life, you always deliver performance beyond conformance. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hey, Cars Yeah, I'm a huge fan of Covercraft. I've protected my vehicles with their products for decades. Want to keep your vehicle's interior looking new? It's easy with Covercraft seat covers. They'll protect your seats from the daily abuse of pets, children, weekend adventures, and even those everyday spills. It's a fast, easy, and inexpensive way to keep your vehicle looking new. All Covercraft seat covers are easy-on, easy-off design that are machine washable. You can choose from many fabric options, colors, and accessories, all designed and carefully sewn for your special vehicles. Their seat gloves are semi-custom fit for cars and trucks, and their seat savers, a favorite of mine, are custom-tailored to fit your seats like a glove. Work truck seat covers are tough, durable, denim-weight fabric. It's like putting a pair of rugged jeans on your truck's seats. Want to stay warm? Covercraft also offers seat heaters. Covercraft is the right choice. Learn more today at Covercraft.com and tell them Mark at Cars yeah sent you. That's Covercraft.com. My favorite collector car magazine is Keith Martin's Sports Car Market. I've been a subscriber for decades. Sports Car Market is the Wall Street Journal for the enthusiast and the collector. It's your monthly must-read whether you dream of owning a collector car, have two cars, or 200. Sports Car Market has been around for 31 years, and it's filled with valuable articles, intelligent write-ups, and the latest auction sales. Go to sportscarmarket.com and subscribe today. Plus, you'll get the exclusive SEM guide to restoration shops included for free. At checkout, use the code CARSYA and receive a 50% discount on your digital subscription. It's an exclusive offer from me here at Cars Yeah. I'm Mark Green, and I love Sports Car Market Magazine. Hello, automotive enthusiasts. I'm revved up and so excited to introduce today's very special guest, calling in all the way from Dubai, Mohammed Luckman. Mohammed, are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? Let's get on. Yeah. All right. Mohammed Lukman, a.k.a. Vintage Khan, is the curator of the UAE Concord Elegance. He is a Hyderabad. Now, I'm going to say this wrong. Hyderabad? Am I saying that right? Hyderabad? Hyderabad. That's right. Hyderabad born. Hyderabad is, of course, the capital of southern India's Telangana state. My Indian is very poor. Thanks for bearing with me here, Mohammed. UAE-based retomobilist and channel head and lead anchor of Hyderabad's first 24-7 English news channel, HYTV. He has produced numerous television programs, including the interview show Straight Talk and the 60 Minutes with series. He is a founder and CEO of ML Consulting, a marketing firm. As a motoring enthusiast, Mohammed has spent over three decades tracking, chronicling, and researching veteran Edwardian vintage and classic cars. He has authored many books, including Automobiles of the Nizams, Automobiles of Sheikh Zayed, Sheikh Zayed's Rolls Royce, Whole Royce in Arabia, and the Noble Napier 823. A businessman by profession, 
and a retromobilist by passion, Muhammad has experienced an eventful journey from spectator to curator. So, Muhammad, I have told our listeners just a little bit about you. Would you take a brief moment, share a little bit more about your life, your career, and a very obvious passion that you have for fine automobiles? Well, totally. Thanks for having me on your show, Mark. Uh, good, good to be talking to a fellow enthusiast. Yes. Uh, of, of, of sort of motoring acumen. <laughs> uh, well, uh, I'm originally from Hyderabad, as you just said. Uh, it's from the south of India, the city of the Nizams, uh, known the world over with that tag as such. So, uh, yeah, originally born, uh, I was born there. I, I was brought up there. I had my education there. I did my master's in, in uh, sort of uh, accounting first, only to realize later accounting is not something I wanted to do. Uh, then I switched on to, to marketing, and uh, again, I went on to do a master's in marketing, had my MBA. Post that, I went to England, and uh, in England, I had a, a just sort of uh, a stint at the marketing qualification. And uh, it's, it's similar to what you have as a, as a chartered accountant or a chartered marketing qualification, this was. So this was a chartered institute of marketing where I had my marketing qualification, an ECIM, that is. And uh, yeah, I spent time in England studying, and uh, yeah, and in England as well, had uh, uh, the same thing at the back of my, my mind, uh, which was uh, vintage cars and, you know, sort of uh, been always with retromobilists. Uh, I call myself a retromobilist. Uh, you know, anything old is what sort of I'm, I'm drawn towards. So, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, what brought you to Dubai after England? What is it about Dubai that you like living there and, and like doing things in that very unique part of the world? Uh, well, my parents have been here for a while, and uh, yeah, my mom and dad and my brothers as well, two of my brothers. We have four brothers uh, with no sisters. So well, since the family was here, I was in England. I sort of, uh, you know, the, the, the lure of having a tax-free earning <laughs> sort of, you know, drew me to, to, to this place. And uh, on my way to England, and, uh, you know, since I was shuffling between India and England, I often used to stop over uh, in, in Dubai, in Abu Dhabi. So, you know, that's where I literally, you know, fell in love with the place. I like the this sort of the rapid pace of developments out here, and which is when I said to myself, you know, this is where I should be sort of spending time, a uh, considerable time of my life, and I, I went on to do that. So for the last 10 years, I've been here, and uh, yeah, it's like a home away from home for me now. So. There you go. Well, it's a very unique part of the world. We're going to learn a lot more about Dubai. We're going to learn about the concord that's taking place. But first, I want to learn a lot more about you, Mohammed. So let's start with a success quote or a mantra. This is some kind of saying that Perhaps has been instrumental in forming your life and your success. It's a nice way to get the inspirational tires turning here for a retromobilist on a car. Yeah, so Mohammed, grab the wheel. Well, uh, you mean over a period of time, sort of you, you age yourself. So out of that, you come up with your own codes, don't you? So, yes. <laughs> so, uh, so I, I personally sort of have come up with this. Uh, in life, you always deliver performance beyond conformance. So that's what I've stuck to in, in whatever I do, whether it's, it's my work as, as a full-time banker, a boring banker. So that's, what, that's, a, so that's what I do. So when you deliver something, whatever it is, whatever you sort of, it's a, it's a task or a passion you're pursuing or your profession, you, you, you can always sort of endeavor to deliver it beyond the level of conformance. So you, you perform beyond sort of, yeah, the required level of conformance. So that's performance beyond conformance is what I aim. So. You know, that's a great quote. Uh, that's the first time I've heard that on this show. And after interviewing 1,435 people, sometimes I hear the same things over and over again. I love that. And there's an obvious interlacing of that concept between business as a banker and a marketer and automobiles, because we all who love automobiles know that uh, conforming, boring automobiles are absolutely no fun. Uh, we like performance automobiles, things that are unique and different. So I love the relationship. Is that 
how that plays for you when it comes to your passion for cars? Well, uh, pretty much the, the same way. Yes, I, I, I would tend to fully agree with you, and that's what it is. So, so I mean, one sort of uh, tends to dislike the, the the mundane life, you know. So you you, you wouldn't want to be a nine to fiver, right? So just clocking clocking out, and uh, similarly, you wouldn't want to be sort of uh, you know into automobiles, uh, which sort of uh, you find uh, sort of disinteresting as such. So yes, exotic automobiles, high performance ones. In my case, it's mostly sort of uh, I've always been keen on veterans and Edwardians as such and vintage up to classics and I haven't been sort of much of a, a supercar sort of a guy hypercar but that's clearly I mean something you know that is there for you you know it, it, it does draw your sort of attention when you find in today's hypercars you know sort of uh, yeah delivering performance you find. yeah and when you look at the books and we're going to talk in a little bit about these marvelous books that you've authored uh, those cars even though a lot of them are thought of as big stately cars they are performance cars Rolls-Royce um, and of course, you can linger over into the Bentley performance side, but even Rolls Royce was known for performance back in the day. I got to spend a day at the Pebble Beach Concourse Tour in a 1913 Rolls Royce, and I was shocked for a car that old and that big and that heavy, how it performed going up and down the hills of the coastline there in, in uh, Northern California by Big Sur and Pebble Beach. So uh, I think this uh, quote of yours is absolutely, I'm going to write that down and put that in front of me. I like that very, very much. Let's take a look at the many roads you've driven down, Mohammed, and talk about a big challenge that you faced in your life, your career, or even a big failure, because there's nothing wrong with these things, because they teach us things as long as we let them be teachers for us. So walk us down the path there with something that was challenging to you. And more importantly, how did you overcome that situation and what did it teach you? Well, it's always good to talk of the present, I say. So in life, there have been quite a few failures as such. And uh, yeah, there would be, you know, quite a few ahead as well. So I would prefer to talk about the, the present. And uh, yes, I mean, the, one of the biggest challenges that I'm facing now is uh, in the role that I am, uh, you know, as curating a show in a region which is not known for sort of, you know, about the vintage cars or the collection or car, car manufacturing as such is quite a challenge. So if I was to do a similar show in the US or in Europe, or the UK, or even India for that matter, things would be far easier, as you'd understand. So here, out here in the UAE, especially uh, you know, in Dubai and Abu Dhabi, we haven't got a culture of uh, sort of showcasing things as such. So the show of culture isn't here. So uh, said there are some great cars sitting in some you know private collections and you know some really exotic cars as such. But uh, like I said, people are very shy. They're simple by nature, and you know they wouldn't like to show them around and such. So it's, uh, sort of persuading them to bring out the cars, especially at, at the concourse where the world is sort of descending, and you know for for them uh, to, to sort of part with their cars and put put it under the spotlight. Uh, that in itself is quite a challenge. And uh, yeah, so within this challenge, there are failures as well. Uh, just to give you a classic uh, case of failure on my part in, 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 related to this very concours. Now, the, one of the classes that I planned for this concours was Rolls-Royce and its phenomenal phantoms. The idea was to, to line up all the eight phantoms from Phantom 1 till Phantom 8, that's today. All the models were arranged in sort of uh, the, the Sort of, the owners had sort of graciously agreed to send the cars. Now these these cars were coming. Uh, one was coming from from Vienna, Austria. That's the Phantom One, seventeen EX. That is an experimental. Uh, you know, from the Maharaja of uh, Kashmir was the first owner of the car. And uh, yeah, the owner graciously agreed to send the car. There was a Phantom Two. Obviously, that's coming from India. It's a Pebble Beach Poster car. If you remember, twenty eighteen. Yes. The Maharaja yes. car. The Gandhi 1981, yes. 
So that's Phantom 2. Uh, it is coming for the Maharaja car, uh, class, though. And then the, the Phantom 3 was coming from, from Portugal. It's, it's sitting out there in the museum. It belonged to the Prince of Berar. Uh, that's the Nizam's son again, by the way. So, yeah, he had that f- fantastic car used by Her Majesty and the Popes. And, you know, and it was a state uh, car of Portugal. So uh, Phantom 4, again, you know, the rarest of all the Phantoms, just 18 that were built, right? And uh, of the 18 built, uh, this one uh, belonged to uh, Prince Aga Khan. And uh, Mr. Chiriak, uh, it sits in Romania, and, uh, you know, he has graciously agreed to send the car, and uh, everything was in order. A Phantom 5 again, uh, this, this is something I'll tell you later about the discovery. So all these cars are lined up to come, and now we are told they just can't make it because of, uh, you know, uh, a lot of challenges such as time. You know, we've got just about a month to the Concours, and a lot of paperwork. In, in the EU, the rules and laws sort of the, that govern the export and import of cars are pretty stringent, and one has to go through a lot of documentation. So that's quite a failure. And this, this particular car was, uh, uh, apart from the Maharaja class, this uh, phenomenal Phantom was, uh, you know, pretty dear to me. It was very close to the, the curator, you could say. And uh, yeah, I wanted it to happen, but it's not happening. So we just moved it to the next year, which is going to be even bigger. You know, we are going to have the Expo, the Dubai Expo 2020, which is mm-hmm. like the, that's the, right. the New York. Huge. Well, this is a massive challenge. I know I have had Sandra Button, and she's going to be one of your judges at this year's event on my show. Three times now, and last, uh, well, th- actually this past summer I was there, they had more cars coming into the Pebble Beach Concours from abroad than ever before, and she spoke about the challenges with that. And I know also I had uh, Rana Manvendra Singh Barwani as a guest on my show. He was uh, helping with bringing in the cars of the Maharaja year ago to Pebble Beach. And he was telling me on his show, uh, just getting cars out of India is a huge challenge because of rules and regulations and all the things that have to happen that are almost impossible. So I can't imagine what it takes to bring all these cars from all these places. This is a massive coordinating, I call it herding cats, because you're trying to keep all these cats in line and they want to do what they want to do. So, uh, well, I, I'm sorry that that's occurred, but you know what? Things happen. Uh, the fact that you're making, uh, turning lemons into lemonade by bringing them together next year is a fantastic thing. So, uh, I have no doubt that things will drastically improve from here. All you can do is do your best and keep moving forward. So, uh, and I have no doubt that's what you're doing. Let's have a little bit of fun and talk about your first really special vehicle, the first car in your life that had meaning for you. What was that? And maybe share a memory you have about that ride. Well, in terms of own, uh, ownership, my first car uh, is a Volvo 8. I have that's a 1940, uh, late 48, 47 car. And uh, yeah, I've had it uh, for a while now. This is something I want to pass it on to my son, uh, Aman. I've got another younger son, Afan. I want to give him one of the cars. And uh, perhaps a car to my daughter, Hannah Mohammadi, as well. So you know, I've got three kids. I want to sort of give them a car each. And uh, did the Volvo one, uh, uh, you know, because of my connection with England, at the time spent in England, I've got this sort of... Uh, fondness for the car. The moment I spotted it, I said, this is what I want, and I grabbed it. But something in terms of cars, uh, the, the other one I have is, is, is a Morris 10. Uh, we call it Hindustan 10. That's quite an endangered car back in India. So it's soon to be extinct, uh, is what uh, you know, the, the analysis is. So it's quite a rare car. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. You know, I think it's great you want to hand these down to your children, which is very cool. Uh, my kids aren't that much into cars, so... Uh, uh, although my son did a lot of car events with me, I think he went to Pebble Beach like 18 times in a row from the age of seven or eight years old. Uh, I have never quite gotten my daughter into it. She's just not into it. So that's okay. Uh, not her thing. But uh, I think it's great that you want to hand these vehicles down 
to your uh, to your children. It's just fantastic, kind of carrying on that passion and legacy. Is there a vehicle you've owned that you've let go that you really wish you still had? Well, I tell you what, if it's a seller's remorse that you're talking about, uh, then yes. in that case, I will talk about uh, a seller's remorse that I've inherited. So oh, that would be okay. An inherited remorse. Yeah. You'll be the first. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's something I've inherited, sadly. And, uh, yeah, this is, uh, you know, three magnificent cars of my uh, mom's, uh, my mother's great-grandfather. Uh, he was Nawab Rasul Yarjan, sort of an ar- aristocrat uh, back here in, in, in India, Hyderabad. Um, you know, he was one of the ministers of the Nizam. So he had these three fabulous cars. Uh, and, uh, well, I tell you what, the lesser I speak about them, the better. <laughs> because <laughs> they were all three Rolls Royces, all Ooh. now sort of missing. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. Wow. Well, special car. What were the three Rolls Royces? Well, well that, one of them was the, uh, you know, the most uh, sort of... Uh, premium among, among them was the 1920 Silver Ghost it, he had, uh, and that was uh, chassis 61 CW. And uh, yeah, and the one he had after that, uh, the first Silver Ghost was a Barker Tourer, and the one after that was a 1926 uh, Connaught Tourer. This Connaught Tourer was a uh, 83 SC, that's the chassis number for that. And then he had another Phantom one, again for the same year, 1926, and that was 12NC. That's the chassis number for that. And that was a Hooper Cabriolet. So, and, and just imagine, I mean, where are they now? Is this what the, what the quest is all about? You never know if I find any of these. So, <laughs> but, yeah. you know, the search continues. The search continues. Most likely he's crapped as, as they used to do back in, you know, back in the day. So, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry to bring that up. We'll just move on to better things here. I would love for you to share with our listeners a lot more about the UAE Concours. I'm learning a lot about it since you and I met months ago. Um, and I want you to just share what people can expect if they're fortunate enough to be there at this event. There's always next year as well if you want to plan ahead because uh, if you're coming from the U.S., the UAE is a long way away or from anywhere for that matter. So what can people expect to see at the UAE Concours this year? Uh, well, I tell you, Mark, uh, we are sort of, uh, I mean, in, in, as a curator, I've sort of uh, listed a few sort of, uh, you know, classes as such. So, And then uh, in one of the premier classes for the show, uh, the most popular, I could say for now, is the motor cars of the Maharajas, you know, the exotic cars of the Maharajas of India back, owned back then, you know, during the days of affluence, uh, you know, this was before the colonial period and during. Uh, so, days of the Raj. It is similar to what you had uh, at the Pebble Beach last year, the motor cars of the Raj, which you've seen yourself personally. And apart from that, we've got a lot of uh, sort of uh, anniversaries, the Bentley Centennial. Uh, you know, it would be an impressive lineup of Bentley cars. Uh, you know, it would be a, sort of a tribute, you know, to the marvelous Mark celebrating 100 years. Then we'd be doing the Golden Jubilee of the Minis, uh, the 60 years, you know, a, a range of Minis out here as well. And uh, the Rolls-Royce and its phenom- phenomenal Phantoms, the class, you know, that I spoke to about, sadly, that's been moved to the next year. And uh, in place of that, we'll have the Centenary for Citroen, Quite a few classes, and uh, in terms of uh, you know what's happening, and more more important, uh, sort of uh, something important I should mention out here is the is the key award, you know, the best of the show. And then within the motor cars of the Raj, we'll have a trophy called Zayed Gandhi Trophy. The, the tr- this trophy is, be- is named after Sheikh Zayed, you know, the founding father of the country, a great visionary leader out here. And uh, the Mahatma Gandhi, you know, who's the 150th uh, birth centenary, you know, is, is what we are celebrating this year. Yes. So, yeah. Now, the, the event takes place at a very special location, right? 
Well, it does. It's a very exclusive place, thanks to our, our sort of host partners, Bulgaria, who has sort of graciously agreed to, to continue with us uh, for this year and possibly uh, for the next year as well. Uh, yeah, Bulgaria, it's a stunning place, you know, off the Jumeirah Bay. It's a hotel and resort of Bulgaria and a very plush and a spectacular setting with the, with the sort of, you know, the view of the Dubai skyline and all of that. So lovely. And I must mention here the opportunity that I had, the honor sort of to, to empanel all these judges, you know, all, all the top names, uh, many of them you know of. And and uh, you've already spoken to quite a few of them. Uh, Simon Kitston, uh, Sandra Button, graciously agreeing to be part of the judging panel. Nigel Matthews, uh, by the way, we're using his score sheets from the ICJ, yeah, ICJ. And uh, yeah, Richard Adato is coming. Lorenzo from uh, Concorso de Eleganza, Villa Dista. And His Highness Manuander Singh, Burbani himself, Patrick Rowley, Fever. Yeah, quite an impressive. The who's who. I call it. I call it the the Motorati, <laughs> just like the Glitterati. <laughs> yeah, these are some incredible people, and I've had several of them. As I mentioned, Sanders been a guest on the show three times now. Richard Dodato's been on the show. I got to have breakfast with Richard my last day during Car Week at Pebble Beach. We ran into each other at a restaurant in Carmel and got to dine together, which is very cool. Along with John Nikas, who's an incredible automotive author, who's been on the show as well. Uh, and several, uh, of course, uh, several other people. Nigel's been a guest on the show too. So you've got a, a fantastic lineup of judges, a fantastic event. And I know from, uh, playing around online, uh, there are some incredible cars in Dubai, supercars, amazing cars there. So I would imagine a lot of people there who are into cars, enthusiasts will be there and the parking lots alone will probably have some pretty spectacular cars to look at, don't you think? That's precisely what I spoke to you about earlier, if you remember. Yeah, because it, it, it is, in a country you're not known for its classic cars or vintages, and more more for its you know, supercars and hypercars and all of that. That would be quite a, an impressive. You've got a special class called the uh, the supercars. That's another class which will have, you know, the super and uber cool cars, as they call it nowadays. So. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Very, very cool. Look forward to this very much. So, Mohammed, up next is the last lap before we put the pedal to the metal. Let's say thank you to today's Cars Yeah sponsors. When you want proven performance, there's one brand that's been around since 1938. That's Edelbrock, building the finest American-made performance products for the street and track. Edelbrock's products are designed and dyno-proven to deliver maximum results. Edelbrock has thousands of made-in-the-USA performance products for all makes and models. From their new AVS2 carburetor and innovative ProFlow 4 EFI for your muscle car or truck. To superchargers for your daily driver and more, visit edelbrock.com. To check out the latest products for your ride and when you're ready to check out, enter Cars Yeah in the coupon code and get 10% off your order. That's that's Edelbrock, automotive performance since 1938. You take care of your cars, but who takes care of your investments? Tune-ups aren't just for engines. Updating your financial plan is important too. Your GPS may take you from A to B, but it won't help you on the road to financial freedom. For that, you need a good co-pilot and a very trusted advisor. Chris Kimball, CFP, is just the man for the job. He'll guide you down that road without driving you crazy. For over 25 years, Chris has helped people just like you and me with their financial planning and investments. With a master's degree in financial services, he is eminently qualified, and he's a car guy too. Learn more at chrisvkimble.com or call 866-ON-A-PLAN. Securities through Money Concepts Capital Corp. Member FINRA SIPC. CK Financial Services is not affiliated with Money Concepts Capital Corp. 
Are you looking for a way to get your products or services into the ears of thousands of automotive enthusiasts around the globe? I can help. This is Mark Green here at Cars Yeah, and I'd be honored to be an influencer and ambassador for your brand in a unique and personal way. Five days a week, thousands of subscribers and listeners enjoy the Cars Yeah podcast and website. Contact me today and I'll show you how at mark at com or connect with me through the Cars Yeah website at carsyeah.com. All right, Mohammed, we are back, and I have a bit of an introspective question for you. I'm going to kind of get into your head a little bit to see how you think. If you woke up tomorrow and you were manifested as a vehicle, not what you want to be, but how you perceive yourself as a vehicle, what would Mohammed be and why? Well, uh, I tell you what, uh, a silver ghost. We spoke about it earlier. Right? Uh-huh, yeah, that's, yeah that, that's something I'd like to be. I'd like to be a role for a silver ghost, most cherished, and uh, sort of in terms of uh, the, the mechanical aspects of it, sort of, sort of the most superior car. And uh, much loved as well. So who, who wouldn't like to be lost? I'd like to be sitting in, 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 the, in the plush garages <laughs> of, <laughs> of, of mansions and all that. Yeah, so well taken care of. And uh, yeah. So. I think that sounds well, like a that. plan. Yes, <laughs> very worldly indeed. All right, we are entering what I call the last lap, and I'm going to fire off a series of questions and ask you to give our listeners some very quick blips of that Rolls-Royce Ghost throttle. So here we go. What's the best automotive advice you've ever received? Well, something uh, I sort of... uh had a word of wisdom from someone I hosted who's, who's a Rolls-Royce historian uh, who stayed at my place and I've had the honor of hosting him. He had told me, stay focused and profit from your passion. So these things have remained with me. And uh, yeah, so uh, as long as you sort of stay focused, passion is sustainable only if one profits from it. So a, a classic example is, is yourself, the great work that you're doing. So, you know, you do it out of passion, but yes. then you, you need to profit to be able to sustain the business model, isn't it? And yes. that's what it is. So it's through partners and sponsors and all of that, that you yep. sustain your passion. Otherwise, it just fizzles away, does it? So. Absolutely. Great advice. How about a personal habit of yours that you believe has contributed to your success over the years? Well, I can talk of the persistence that I've had, uh, that mm-hmm. persisting with uh, research. And uh, yeah, so persistence is something that has, uh, you know, sort of paid me dividends in, in, in the long run. Because if you persist with the research, like like the cars I spoke about, or the books that I'm authoring, which I've sort of given you the titles of at the moment as researching. So the, the more you persist, the more you continue with that, you tend to sort of unearth automotive gems and documents and photographs and all of that. So, you know, like like the way I've done with the, the Phantom 5, uh, the, one of the most recent uh, discoveries of mine is, uh, you know, the rediscovery of, of a long-lost uh, motor car which belonged to the ruler of Abu Dhabi. And, uh, you know, it's, it is the most significant motor car in the history of the UAE, which has been discovered by me. I sort of dashed down, hopped on a flight and went to sort of Europe, you know, to, to, to make a quick deal for the car. And yeah, it's, it's a great car. So things like these. And then I was uh, writing my first book on the automobiles of the Nizam's, uh, you know, uh, the Her Highness uh, Princess Asra and His, His Highness uh, Prince Asma Jabahadur, her son, and, uh, you know, uh, gave me uh, graciously the permission to, to look into the archives of the Nizam. So it's through persistence that I've been able to sort of, you know, pull out records and photographs never before published, never before seen, and information on cars never ever heard about, you know. So a Straker Square was found out by me, and, uh, you know, I, I found out documents and sort of historic photographs of the car, uh, which sort of, which are, which are part of my book. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's a motor car uh, which seats about 24 people. That's what the document says. So just imagine that, wow. all of that. So these, oh these things, they keep it going. Yeah, absolutely. 
Now, how about a resource? Is there one out there that is a go-to, say, for you that you'd like to share? Well, there are quite a few, I tell you. Uh, uh, I would recommend Grace's Guides, uh, gracesguide.co.uk. That's a great website with a lot of information about, you know, on almost all, all the automobile uh, sort of markets as such brands. Uh, coachbuild.com is, is another one. That's coachbuild.com. And Team BHP as well. Teambhp.com is, is more for the Indian cars, the Maharaja cars and all of that. Very informative. All the top researchers, you know, and, and collectors and passionate guys. A lot of them, uh, you know, put out a lot of uh, photographs and information with a lot of enthusiasm there. It's very helpful. Very like I nice. said, I normally use it. I normally say is that the, no one knows it all. So it's just a case of sort of, you know, and, yeah. and sort of knowledge only increases after sort of once you share it with others. Absolutely. Very important to do for sure. How about if I could arrange for you to sit down and have a drink or a meal with anyone in the automotive industry, living or deceased, who would it be? Mm, that's an interesting one. Uh, for this, I'll have to go up, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that would be uh, yeah, Sir, Sir Henry Royce for me. Uh, yeah, yes. purely for his mechanical acumen and you know the, the the gem that he's created. You know, and a marvel at a time at a time when people were sort of delivering cars were just about a hundred, hundred fifty dollars. You know, <laughs> here is a man who's, who's you know sort of delivering cars. You know, which is just sort of sensational. Sensational silver ghost, you know, and the best car in the world in terms of its performance and all of that. So really, I mean, there was something. When you have an aviator, a legendary aviator like Charles Rawls, telling people that I found the best mechanic in the world, then you have, that's quite a compliment, you see. So you, would yes. meet, you would want to meet the man. So. Yeah, I think so. You know, there's a, a previous company I worked for and ran. We had a quote that we used uh, in the concept of the business, and that was a quote by Henry Royce. Strive for perfection in everything. Take the best that exists and make it better. If it doesn't exist, create it, except nothing nearly right or good enough. I always thought that was a great, uh, great quote for sure. He would be something to sit down with. Now, how about books? I always ask my guests to share a book that they enjoy. Now, you have penned some marvelous books that I mentioned at the beginning of the show. I'd love for you to kind of just quickly walk through those again with us. And let us know, too, where are they available? How can people get their hands on these books? Well, I tell you what, uh, first a small correction that I am uh, sort of in the process of authoring these books, researching as such. They're not uh, out yet. And, uh, yeah, the first one is, is ready, obviously, you know, due to be published. Uh, the Automobiles of the Nizam, so the very first one, followed by Automobiles of Sheikh Zayed. That's the second one. And the third one is the Sheikh Zayed's Rolls-Royce Phantom 515 I told you about, uh, the one that I discovered, you know, through the archive and all of that. And, uh, uh, and then uh, the, uh, well, I tell you what, uh, let me use uh, Cars Yay today to uh, sort of announce a book, which I, which I had kept to be announced uh, at the UA Concours. Oh, Let's do it okay. now. So, Great. Let's do it now. So, yeah, the next book, uh, only the owner knows of it, who has commissioned me to do the book. It's, uh, it will be called the Noble Napier 823. 823 is the number of the car. And, uh, yeah, I'm pleased to announce uh, this on your show. Well, so congratulations. We, A scoop here. <laughs> thanks, Mark. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, so we, 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 were doing, we were sort of scheduled to do the, uh, the, uh, the book cover, uh, the cover release at the, the UAE Concord for this one. And, uh, yeah, no better time uh, sort of, uh, and no better show than yours to do it. Well, sure, <laughs> absolutely. And what I'll do is when these books are all available, you let me know. I'll update your show notes page and I'll put links to where my listeners can go and get their hands on these books. I would love to do that for you. Lovely. That would be great. That would be so helpful. Thank you. You're welcome very much. Well, Mohammed, these all sound like fantastic books. I'll make sure that when they come out, we put a listing of how, where people can get a hold of them. They sound like some wonderful gifts for a good friend of mine, Tim Adams. 
Uh, he stood up in my wedding many 35 plus years ago. He loves Rolls Royce motor cars and he happens to be a Fabergé expert. He travels the world lecturing about Fabergé. Kind of hoping he'll send a Fabergé egg to my daughter for her wedding. I wonder if he'll do that. That would be kind of nice. But a shout out to Tim and his love for Rolls Royce. Again, I'll remind you, you can find all these great resources that Muhammad has shared with us today on his Cars Yeah show notes page. Just go to CarsYeah.com, type in Mohammed Lukman, L-U-Q-M-A-N, and that page will pop right up. All right, we are up to uh, the checkered flag here, and this last question can be a bit, bit of a doozy. Today, I'm going to buy you, Mohammed, any car in the world. Doesn't matter who owns it or where it is. I'm going to make sure that you have it parked in your garage. But there are some rules to my game that might make it a little bit of a challenge. One is you can't sell it to buy a bunch of other cars with. You have to keep it. It's the only collector car you can have, and you have to drive it. No garage queens or museum pieces allowed here. So what can I buy you today, Mohammed? I think you've heard this quite a few times today. Buy me a silver ghost, the sensational silver ghost. <laughs> so yeah. I'd be happy with that. Yeah, I'd be happy with that. And that's something I'd like to keep uh, sort of you know, discarding all others. And uh, yeah, so I can dispose of all of the cars and to, to keep a silver ghost. And, uh, you know, like like I said, it's it's the ultimate one can have, the best car in the world. You know, the tax stays on. So oh, <laughs> you go. <laughs> okay. Long well, I w- was given, yeah. <laughs> yes, I will get to work and see what I can find you there. You're not going to make it easy for me, are you? But uh, that's okay. That's okay. I'd ha- be more than happy to park a silver ghost in your garage. Well, I'm very excited for you in this event this year, Mohammed. Thank you for taking us on a wonderful ride today. I want to thank you for calling in all the way from Dubai. And thank you for sharing your life's journey as well. Could you offer us one little parting piece of wisdom or guidance before you drive off into the desert in that beautiful silver ghost? Uh, well, I tell you what, I would advise people to sort of, you know, uh, do what I'm doing, uh, which is just stay focused and, you know, follow your passion, just sort of, uh, you know, pursue what you really like in life. Like I said, uh, my, my pa- just just like your children, my parents weren't that much into motoring. So, you know, if you can just reward the order. So they have been doing this, uh, sort of, I've been doing this for a while now, and they have sort of now resigned. So everybody come or, comes around to support you. And they literally, so they're, they're reluctantly resign is what I say, you know, to, to, to the fact that you are passionate about something. So just follow your passion. Yeah, stay true, true to your other thing, passion. That's it. Absolutely. That's the way to be happy in life. And I'll remind our listeners again, check out the website, uaeconcord.com. Uh, see what's happening with this event. Even if you can't be there, you can follow them along, perhaps plan to visit next year. Should be a fantastic event. Sorry, there's another website I wanted to give so where people can get in touch with me. Yes, it's called uh, www.automobilesofsheikhzaid.com. So if, if they look up for my name on Google, they'll find it. So through that website, they can get in touch with me as well. So, yeah. Okay, great. We'll make sure I put a link to that as well on Mohammed Shono's page so you can check that out. Mohammed, thank you for calling in. Thank you for being so generous with your time and expertise. And thank you for sharing the UAE Concord with my listeners today. Until you and I talk again, I'll see you down the road. Mark, thanks for having me. It's a little talking to you, Chip. You're welcome. Hey, Mark Green here from Cars Yeah. Did you know you can now see me 
on the Cars Yeah TV show. It's a weekly visit to some of my past Cars Yeah podcast guests, and I take you along for the ride. You go behind the garage door and into their lives, their businesses, and you get to see what makes them successful. With tens of millions of viewers, Cars Yeah TV is making its mark. Cars Yeah TV is available on Mav TV and Lucas Oil Racing TV. You'll find Mav TV on Direct TV, Fubo TV, Fios by Verizon, or you can stream it through Lucas Oil Racing Television online. And they said I only had a face for podcasting. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah!